Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show. My uh, my pronouns are he and man. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. I love breakfast tacos, by the way. I'm mean, in fact some of the best tacos. I like fish tacos better. Maybe those are Hispanic people who live on the coast. That's what uh, Jill Biden would call them: fish tacos. Fish tacos. You know, there's a little fallout after her yesterday uh, comparing Latinos and Latinas, uh, which Democrats are trying to call Latinx, which is an insult to the culture. I mean, profound insult to the culture, just completely stepping in as a Karen and saying, no, 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 you little brown people, uh, you know, you, you're not good. Your history means nothing. We are going to call you Latinx. And the, uh, the Latino and Latina people are saying, oh, no, no. I don't think so. But uh, this from the Babylon Bee today. Polls indicate more breakfast tacos leading Republican. <laughs> this is, I just, we aren't sure why the Latin X, who are special and unique as a breakfast taco or maybe a toasted cheddar chalupa, are leaving the Democrats, said Jill Biden, while performing routine spinal surgery on one of her patients. She's a doctor, you see. Uh, don't they know how much we Democrats care about their vote? Perhaps we need more abortions in drag queen story hours. Uh, this is just a quote from the Babylon Bee. Local breakfast taco Carlos Hernandez isn't convinced. He, he's quoted as saying, you know, I'm not sure the Democrats really care about me, he said as he entered church on Sunday with his family. Another local breakfast taco, Valentino Gonzalez, agrees, quote, I'm not sure Democrat values are my values, she said as she fired her favorite AR-15 at a local gun range. Am I allowed to say that? At publishing time, several breakfast egg rolls were beginning to think the same. In a collaboration with the Babylon Bee, Professor Gorb McStevens listed, uh, lists all the countries where communism hasn't turned into totalitarian hellscape <clears throat> where you have to eat your dog. And then the video goes on to show Professor Gorb McStevens uh, spinning the globe to find a uh, country where communism had actually worked, and he didn't find uh, any of them. Uh, let me just refresh real quick. I'm going to dive into the uh, the new inflation numbers because they've, oddly enough, inflated. I know. Weird, weird, weird. We'll get to that here. A little bit of just a refresh of what Joe Biden said on Monday. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, yes. as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, the as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. <laughs> and, and, and normally that wouldn't be something to get all butthurt out of, but about, but you know, because <clears throat> we have uh, conflated everything with some sort of a, a racial animus or some sort of an insult. Do I think that Jill Biden saying uh, breakfast tacos and comparing them Hispanic, uh, you know, whatever, who cares? <clears throat> who really cares? Uh, Bodega is probably a problem. And then, but this is kind of a metaphor for how Democrats treat Hispanics in general and, and people of color in general. They appropriate them. They change the name of whatever they are in favor of and say, oh, no, no, we know better than you. Like when George Floyd was murdered by the police officer in Minneapolis, uh, white liberals like uh, Dr. Jill Biden stepped in and said, you know, we need to get rid of Aunt Jemima. A and and the, the, uh, the Land O'Lakes Indian girl on the package of butter. I don't know why. It's just something we want to do. Or uh, Uncle Ben, <clears throat> Uncle Ben's rice. So, and, you know, the only way they could have really saved Uncle Ben is if they made him Aunt Ben, left the beard, made him pregnant. And then it would have been perfectly fine. The, the left would have been completely fine. But I do actually have a, a, the apology that uh, Jill Biden wrote this morning. Let me get it here. 
This is the, uh, she's not very good at Spanish. I think she's a doctor in English or something. I have no idea what she's, <clears throat> but anyway, here she decided to write this herself. Yesterday there was an apology written by a press secretary or an aide or something, and this morning apparently she wanted to uh, clarify that it was actually coming from her. Because I, for one, yesterday I said, you know, I want to hear from her. <clears throat> not the, somebody say, the vice president, or the wife's, uh, you, you know what I'm saying, the, uh, the president's wife would like, or the first lady would like to say that whatever. Uh, she actually said, I'm going to go ahead and write my own apology. So here it is. I'm going to read it. And, and again, my Spanish is maybe a little better than, uh, than uh, uh, Jill Biden's. Here it is. Lo siento por mi comentarios sobre la comunidad latina. Okay, now that's pretty good. It says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for my comments about the Latina community. Good start. Tu madre e de verdad una girafa que no puede usar zapatos on el vustario. <clears throat> Let me translate here. It says, your mother is indeed a giraffe who can't wear shoes while in the locker room. Then she goes on to wrap up her statement at the end here. Mi esposo a combo on ardor, rabio pilotando an avion on el espacio, which means my husband is like a rabid gopher piloting an airplane in space. That is the uh, apology that she gave this morning. Again, not very good English, or not very good Spanish. Well, not very good English either. Well, that's her husband. Jill Biden doesn't no Spanish. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. No, she doesn't know Spanish language at all. She sounds really stupid. El Stubby, though. Beautiful Jill. She can't pronounce bodega. Instead, she said bodegas or something like that. Bodegas. Jill can't speak Spanish. I wish she'd vanish. With your breakfast tacos, Jill is loco. Stay out of Soco. Why did you offend us? Why the hell did you even show up when you don't respect us? Now they want their votes. Listen, Jill, we had our fill. Just go away. DC State, you have no class. A doctor, my <laughs> adios is what she said afterwards. She said adios. I think she thinks that means goodbye. I, uh, at least that's how they pronounce it. Here's uh, Maya For Myra Flores. She was uh, elected uh, the first Democrat elected in her district in Southern, uh, or the, the first Republican elected in her district in Southern Texas in 150 years. Here's what she had to say about Jill Biden. Yeah, right. They don't see us as Americans. They see us as tacos. That's exactly how they see us. And we're and they only are doing this to get our vote, and they think that by giving us tacos and playing Latin music, that that's all. It's kind of funny this all came out yesterday, which is uh, Taco Tuesday for so many of us. It's going to take for us to vote for them in November. It's going to take a lot more than that. We want gas, rent, and groceries to break, come down. We want more money in our pockets, and they're only making our lives more miserable. <laughs> no, I think they're going to be able to... They're really going to be able to pull this out before November. I really, really do, because they're doing such a great job. Such a great job. So um, it looks like that uh, I was right yesterday when I heard from uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre 
that uh, the June CPI data is already out of date because energy prices have come down substantially, she said. But she also said that they expected a highly elevated headline inflation figure coming up in the CPI report. By the way, Jen Psaki, she said the same thing back in May, right before they announced the inflation was uh, 8.6%. And uh, 9.1% is the new inflation number. Joe Biden says that is unacceptably high, but the data doesn't reflect the full impact of gas prices decreasing by 40 cents at the pump. Uh, Analysts say severe recession is necessary. So that's what they're saying. They're saying that the uh, severe recession is going to be necessary now. Inflation in the U.S. rose to 9.1% in June, the highest rate since 1981. What were you doing in 1981? I was like a freshman in high school. Yeah. Inflation has caused prices for goods and services to spike with meat and poultry up 10.4%, cereal up 15 fruits and veggies up 84 gas prices 60% year to year. That cursed Putin, don't, don't let Jill speak Russian. Don't, don't go there. Just let her stay where she's been, right? Let it go. Now, uh, real inflation for the things that you and I need, uh, gas, food, lodging, heating, cooling, all that, year to year has gone up about 36% without, you know, anything else possibly bringing that down. You know, some things have gone down in value. Um, but uh, the cost of necessities rising much faster than uh, than people's incomes. It's uh, terrible. Lower income black and Hispanic Americans have been hit especially hard by inflation because of a disappropriate no disproportionate share of their income goes towards such essentials as housing, transportation, and food. I'm going to go ahead and venture to say because I know a lot of poor white people and other people. And I would say that uh, regardless of black and Hispanic or whatever, um, poor people in general, I I hate to break this to you. I don't want to, you know, this is going to surprise you, but uh, all white people are not really rich. Not, I know, don't don't get it confused with privilege. Because there are people making 20 grand living in trailers in Alabama, uh, you know, with meth labs all around them, uh, barely able to survive. And, uh, you know, they still have the privilege. Don't get me wrong, even though they risk, you know, uh, being kicked out of their homes and being homeless like everybody else and maybe addicted to some sort of meth or something. But they still, they're still privileged. So let's just clear that up right away. But that's the uh, that's the big news. Um, it is uh, yeah nine point one percent inflation, uh, longer than most of you. Well, a good share of you have been alive. <clears throat> I don't remember much about the Jimmy Carter administration because I was in elementary school and I was focusing on things like uh, you know I had a friend named Brian Fox who dressed like dressed like Fonzie every day, and just for he did it for a year. Even even uh, was bullied over it, but he still dressed like Fonzie every day. Said, "Hey, the whole deal." Even when he was beaten, pounded on the on the uh, on the playground, he'd just say, "Hey, hey, hey," you know. Uh, but anyway, I was focused more on that stuff, you know. And the latest copy of Dynamite magazine, which I had ordered at school with the books and everything, so I really wasn't focused on the fact that the inflation was about ten percent under Jimmy Carter, and and of course uh, your uh, your uh, what interest rates were about twenty percent on a home. And uh, now the Fed is saying they're going to have to raise interest rates. So if you are planning on selling your home, you might want to do it soon because uh, the next mortgage you're going to have to pay more in interest. (laughs) There you go. That's the good news. And then uh, Joe Biden responded yesterday to uh, new polls, and he says, uh, buddy, you better better read the polls because I'm really kicking butt. And 64% of Democrats who say they don't want me to run, that's just uh, not even true. 
<clears throat> so we're going to share that in, in just a moment. I want to get into a little bit more on uh, the inflation. Oh, and, and of course, what happened on uh, Capitol Hill yesterday? Gen Z, the, uh, the uh, older end of Gen Z, the younger end of millennials, they uh, went through academia and learned idiotic things like, uh, you know, girls can have babies and stuff. Well, yesterday, that appeared on Capitol Hill in a very disrespectful manner while being questioned by uh, two Republican senators. We'll get to the insanity with regard to that very shortly. The number here is 800-922-6680. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden's first year in office summed up in three words. Welcome back, Carter. That's not right. It's not fair to us. And honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's The Rob Carson Show. One of my favorite guests, one of the most hated Republicans by the Democrats, Marjorie Taylor Greene, is going to join us at the bottom of next hour. I cannot wait to talk to MTG about what's going on in the world uh, and and all the victories, by the way. I know you're, you're, uh, you get frustrated and you see 9.1% inflation and you think one thing. God, I wish it was only 9.1%. I know, I know, I know. Because when I go to the grocery store, I say, huh, I wish it were only 9.1% that I'm paying more for everything. But you see, uh, I do all the shopping in my family. It's something I enjoy doing. And, and I shop. I'm, I'm goofy this way. I go to Sam's Club. I go to Costco. I go to, uh, uh, what the hell, Dillon's. I go to a Hen House. It's a Midwestern concern. I go to Hy-Vee. All these places for the best deals. And uh, I, I, it's now 9.1%. When you, when you, for instance, the turkey we used to buy at uh, Sam's Club for sandwiches because I make my wife's lunch every day. I know. I'm a great husband. I kick butt. Anyway, sorry, ladies. I'm taken. Don't even go there. And I don't hear anything. But anyway, turkey. You get this roasted turkey, and it comes in a little box. And, uh, you know, it's got a plastic lid on top of it. You know what I'm talking about if you buy uh, turkey at Sam's Club for sandwiches. And it used to be $6. It used to be five eighty nine for the buffalo turkey and the regular turkey. It's uh, about eleven dollars now, and the bags of cheese that were eleven dollars are now sixteen dollars. And the uh, sparkling waters that uh, we buy, the kids buy instead of soda, those used to be uh, nine ninety nine. Now they're fourteen ninety nine. So I kind of wish it was just nine point one percent because that's not what I'm seeing. I'm certainly not seeing at the uh, at the pump because when uh, Donald Trump was a president. In the Midwest where I am, $1.85 a gallon, maybe $2, a little higher elsewhere, and about a $34 fill-up, and uh, now it's a $94 fill-up for the same car. Here is uh, Joe Biden uh, yesterday talking about the polls and how he's getting uh, uh, just destroyed in the polls because he's a terrible president. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they don't. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. Now, you are unbelievably high. I think maybe 92% may have said that in the uh, 91 nursing homes in the state of Wisconsin where people who were infirmed managed to vote almost 100% of the time for Joe Biden. 
that's where you might be able to get 92%. But only that's because there are people who don't know uh, what's going on and their caregivers are Democrats filling out the ballots. Mr. So President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they Read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. Yeah. yeah. That this is not Read the real the story. Read the polls. That, in fact, Jack. there was a crucial... And I did not mean to play that. Yeah, read the polls, Jack. Don't you come back. No mo, no mo, no mo, no mo. Yeah, the polls are saying that you're done. I mean, you're 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 spent. You're done. And no amount of honestly, at, at this point, I mean, is anybody listening to Joe Biden? So when he says, "Hey, man, pay attention to the polls," is anybody going? You know, he's right. He is absolutely right. All those polls that uh, say that you know ninety what percent of uh, people under thirty don't want Joe Biden to run, sixty four percent of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run. Uh, you know, eighty eight percent of a P, the American people think that the country's going in the wrong day. But you know what? Honestly, that's all BS. Uh, trust Joe Biden. He, he's the one. He's uh, you know. I realize that the marching band is all going this way. And, uh, and Joe Biden is marching with the trombone over here. But uh, follow Joe Biden. Follow Joe Biden because he's, uh, he's the dear leader. Here's a, a Demo- Democrat Congress, uh, Republican, sorry, Republican Congresswoman Elise Stefanik this morning talking about Joe's uh, inflation, as I think uh, Jill Biden would say. Good morning. I hope you all had a nice Fourth of July. Democrats' one-party rule in Washington has failed hardworking families across America. No, 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 just give it a try. It'll work eventually after, oh, I don't know, 100 million people are dead like socialism last century. Just this morning, we learned that inflation hit another 40-year high, soaring to 9.1%. And Democrats' war on American energy has every American family feeling pain at the pump as gas prices have more than doubled under this administration because of Joe Biden's energy. No, curse you, Vladimir Putin. And these historic gas prices hit rural areas like my district in upstate New York particularly hard. I can also tell you firsthand that parents are still struggling to buy baby formula. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What happened to the baby formula shortage? I thought that was cured. I thought Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg figured that out. With nearly half of powder baby formula out of stock in states across this country. And yet this is months and... It's kind of weird that uh, we have a shortage on uh, baby powder and uh, or powdered baby formula, I should say. I think baby powder is still there. Powdered baby formula. And the Democrats want to make powder out of babies months and months after the biden administration was warned of this looming crisis yet house democrats continue to pass the buck on these crises because they have no solutions to any of these crises that they have created yeah no 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 they have not created joe biden has always been a fan of fossil fuel would there be any place for fossil fuels including coal and fracking in a Biden administration? No, we would, we would, we would work it out. Well, we would okay. Make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on well, federal okay. lands. Yeah. No more that, drilling, including offshore. There's that. No ability for the oil industry to continue uh, to mm. drill, period. I guarantee we're going to end fossil fuel. What about safe stopping? No, no, no. There's a point here. He's going to say that he's all for fossil fuel. It's, it's coming up. He, he does say that he's all for fossil fuel. Cracking and stopping yeah. new pipeline infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. New pipeline. And, and, exactly. and, no more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuel. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll, I'll keep looking for it. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries uh, gets confronted by uh, a CNBC about it and uh, gets shot down. We'll get to that. And then insanity with regard to gender on Capitol Hill. Josh Hawley <sighs> questions a uh, Berkeley nutbag. I'll share the audio and get your thoughts. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
to all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson Show. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they Read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Hit the road. Hit the road, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. Read the poll, Jack. Yeah, there you go. Read you the poll. all the same. <laughs> Hit the road, Joe. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Joe. Don't you come back no more. Just got this from Jim Gossett, by the way. Read the poll, Jack. The Dems don't want you back, you back, you back, you back. And your son's on crack. Jack. It's over and that's a fact. He done. Stick a fork in him. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, don't you know you're done? Even Democrats don't want you to run. Crackhead son. Polls are telling Joe he needs to pack his bags and go. Hit the road, Joe, before you're shown the door, the door, the door, the door. Hit the road, Joe, don't you come back no more. Don't let the door hit you in the eye. You pulled out a number 92%. Want you to run again for president. That's a lie, and you know so. Yep. Time to face the truth, Sleepy Joe. Read the polls, Jack. Read them. support you like, you like, you like, you like. Read the polls, Jack. Don't you come back no more. Don't you come back. He ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. Don't you come back no more. Here's a Democrat, Hakeem Jeffries, trying to uh, once again polish the TURD yesterday on MSNBC and tried to blame the uh, the hike in fuel prices on uh, on the big oil companies and uh, they, the fact that they, they don't want to go out and they don't want to drill for oil because, you know. Yeah, part of the challenge domestically in terms of production is that the oil and gas companies have refused to actually act on the permits to drill that they yeah, currently have. Well, you see, because Joe Biden said he's going to put them all out of business, you see, and and they feel like the only reason why Joe Biden wants them to uh, up production before the election is, well, because of the election, you see. Kind of a red herring. Uh, It's not a recipe for success as a business, knowing that you're going to get scrawed after the election. So there's there's leases, there's, you know, there's also just the overall pressure from ESG and the Green Lobby uh, about whether an oil company is going to, Make plans five or ten yeah, years down the road. You don't want to do that when you know a large part of, of the population wants to put them out of business completely. So w- would you invest yeah. hard-earned capital on on a five-year project or a ten-year project now? And- I don't know why would you? Because you're going to get screwed after the election. This is what Democrats do. They use you. Then uh, the day after the election, they get up, they leave, they leave some money on the dresser, and say goodbye. Here's a little bit more of uh, Hakeem Jeffries getting shot down. Yeah, I mean, it's not clear to me that the oil and gas, In a blaze of glory. gas companies really care that much about the so-called green lobby. Uh, they have made clear in their earnings calls and in their representations to shareholders that they do care about the record profits that they've been making on the backs of increase. What about pharma? What about big pharma? They made a, oh, well, a buttload of money. Gas prices for the American people. Oh, they're, not, they're, they're not making what they made 10 years ago. So they're, they're records based on the last two, three, four years, five years. But no one, uh, I don't remember you feeling bad for them when they lost $20 billion in 2020. Well, that, I know that, but, you know, that's the double standard. That's what Democrats do. 
75% of uh, black Americans say inflation is very important to them in the midterms, by the way. Hispanics, 66% say it's uh, very important. The same share of white college graduate men say it's very important. 67% of white college graduate women as well. Uh, I don't know why that's important. Um, it looks like among their female founder counterparts, 83% are uh, in the very important column. So a lot of people are very concerned about it. Uh, Jill Biden talked about Hispanics on Monday, comparing them to breakfast tacos. Uh, Jill, don't, don't attempt to try to wrangle the black vote today. Um, don't, just don't even try to. It, it could get, oh boy, it could get really embarrassing. Just you know, leave that one alone. You know, don't don't try to bring in like, you know, black people and soul food or something. Don't you're just going to look like, you know, a typical Democrat pandering and stepping in it because you have no clue. Uh, Also, by the way, this is kind of funny. The left and the New York Times uh, is uh, urging Joe Biden not to run Uh, a radical left room group called uh, Roots Action describes himself as galvanizing people who are committed to economic fairness, equal rights for all, civil liberties, environmental protection. They're taking out a six-figure ad block to buy uh, uh, ads with the hashtag don't run Joe tag. Now, it's kind of funny because Joe Biden is doing what his puppeteers are telling him to do. So uh, they they are committed to economic, uh, economic fairness, which means make everybody suffer equally. Equal rights for all. Again, that's a dog whistle for BS because we already have that. Uh, civil liberties. No, no, no. They're restricting those. Environmental protection. What do you think the Green Deal is all about? You're getting everything you want and you're seeing it do a face plant. Now you're just saying, oh, yeah, it's the messaging. It's uh, Joe Biden that is, is doing it. It's not the fact that this has been tried around the world for uh, like 80 years and every time it ends up with a whole lot of dead people. Whole lot of dead company, uh, dead people. And also, New York Times has launched a merciless campaign to kick his fraudulency out of office, by the way. On Sunday, the Times uh, f- published a piece attacking Joe Biden over his age. We already heard this, if you, you know, listening to the radio and whatnot, talking about uh, how they're afraid that he might trip over a wire. I'm more concerned about him tripping over a blade of grass at this point. So uh, not looking good. And, uh, and you know what? Uh, as far as those of you who, uh, who are alive, who voted for Joe Biden, who, uh, who were alive when you voted for Joe Biden, as opposed to all the dead people who voted for Joe Biden, I just want to say you get what you vote for. Uh, you get what you vote for. And, uh, and I, I have no pity for you betting down with this, uh, with this nonsense. And, and I literally, I hope this party uh, either becomes incredibly introspective, which it won't. It doesn't have the capability of doing that because it has no soul. Um, and it, uh, it, uh, it has no common sense. It's intellectually and morally bankrupt. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh. So yesterday, the uh, faculty lounge made its way in front of Congress. Now, we've been talking about this gender madness for a while. And, and I've also been talking about how the millennial generation is really the first generation to have been, at least the younger end of it, completely indoctrinated with this hogwash. Uh, whether it be CRT, whether it be gender confusion and whatnot, the first generation left college 
and is ensconced in the workforce. They bought Twitter, created Twitter, they created Facebook, and they made them into these uh, socialist utopias that uh, only parroted the party line of the Democrat Party and leftist and shut down the rest. Uh, they also took over uh, Netflix. Netflix was a millennial, kind of a millennial corporation uh, suffering because they embraced these uh, woke philosophies. Uh, Starbucks is now closing, I think, 13 locations in Democrat-run cities because... Um, the left is eating itself. They wanted to open themselves up, say anybody can use a bathroom, including homeless people. Well, now the baristas at Starbucks are afraid of uh, getting shot. So everywhere that the left travels and tries to set up camp and reestablish itself and, you know, put into effect all of the policies they've dreamed of, the class of 1968 has dreamed of, they fail. And we're seeing it around the country. And uh, yesterday on Capitol Hill... Uh, we saw the manifestation of uh, this gender nonsense uh, with a, a professor, a professor at uh, Berkeley of all places. She actually has a degree, I guess a law degree, and she was questioning uh, Kiara Bridges at the Senate Judiciary Committee about uh, abortion restrictions in the uh, Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization Supreme Court victory that struck down Roe v. Wade. And this is where she uh, started acting like a very spoiled, entitled academic who does what the left does. They try to twist your words, make them into something that they aren't, create an argument that is completely specious, uh, attempt to silence the speech of someone else by claiming some sort of racism or homophobia or transphobia. Here's a little bit of the, uh, the childish nonsense of this professor being questioned by Josh Hawley. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Metzke, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Okay, now, so he's asking a question because she has repeated this insane phrase, uh, people with the capacity for pregnancy. You see, uh, le leftists are really into uh, uh, brevity of expression. I mean, anybody could say mom, anybody could say woman, but it's better to say a person with the capacity for pregnancy, right? Uh, no. Uh, and by questioning it, Josh Hawley is transphobic. Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Yeah, that's um, infertility, which happens with women uh, who are born women and have uh, these things called uteruses and eggs and, you know, fallopian tubes and all that stuff. I remember fourth grade or eighth grade. I remember it. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. Okay, then that, this just descends into the moronic nonsense being taught on college campuses. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually <laughs> I'm so smug. Look at you. Silly, silly, Senator. Exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic. <laughs> okay. Now, this is where she takes smug arrogance to a new level in front of a freaking senator in Congress on Capitol Hill. All right? Not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? 
So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic. <laughs> um, and, and your line of answering is uh, moronic. And it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing them. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the... See, this is normally how they shut you down on campus, but it's not going to work with Josh Hawley. Well, folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide yeah and that's because they have what used to be called gender dysmorphia all right it is a it is an issue it is a psychological condition uh yes there are very rare cases where people are born with uh, the wrong genitals or both sets of genitals and stuff like that but uh, by and large people who are uh, prone to want to change their gender have other issues behind them okay it's not because josh Hawley questioned uh, whether women uh, or men can have babies other than women. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not. Uh, there we go. See, she's trying to shut him down. She's trying to filibuster and she's trying to use uh, speech and say that his words are violence. This is this is the, the the grand finale for leftism on college campuses. You start off with racism, you move on to white supremacy, and then ultimately you say that conservative words are violence. Anything you can say to shut the opposition. Up. To know that they exist. I'm denying that dangerous. trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about. They, this is this is like arguing with a toddler. Women are you having pregnancies? Do you believe that there, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so you are denying that trans people exist, and that leads to violence. Well, she thinks that's denying trans people exist. Silence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this, where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're at opening up people to oh, violence? We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, oh no, no, no! In fact, if if I knew my kid was in your class, I'd pull my kid the hell out of your class. I mean, like that. You'd be so gone, it's not even funny. And then I'd be going to a school board meeting uh, at your school board and suggesting you be fired. There is, there is that. We got a little bit more. Uh, Senator John Cornyn decided to go after the nutty professor. We will share that. And then Victor Davis Hanson puts it all in perspective. Uh, I talk about candy aisle kids leading the discussion like this woman. I will uh, connect the dots in just a second. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show. You know, uh, in uh, in our lifetime existence, the United States has uh, done its level best to become a more perfect union. And we fail, and, and we have revelations. We realize we were wrong about some things. We're never going to be wrong about uh, uh, what I told my kids when they were toddlers, which is if you have a PP, you're a boy, and if you have a Nina, you're a girl. But there are some people who are trying to move the bar into insanity. And, uh, and the American people just aren't going there. We're very open-minded. We're not transphobic. We're not homophobic. We're none of this nonsense. There are, of course, exceptions. There are certainly racists all over the place. A lot of them just happen to be people of color. It's weird. It's weird that way. But they keep trying to, you know, change things and say that women can get, or men can get pregnant and all this. And we all know that it is, uh, it is idiotic. And yesterday they brought this professor from Berkeley of all places. She actually has a degree, which shows that, I mean, Berkeley, really, Kiara Br- is uh, is on Capitol Hill talking about abortion, which is hard for um, I guess trans women to have because they were born men. 
Yeah, here uh, here is the nutty professor talking to uh, Senator John Cornyn. Lead lives that are filled with dignity and humanity. And that to means your, being able your way to... of thinking, that happens when more black babies are aborted. Oh, he's talking about abortion now. I believe, I trust, I love black people with the capacity for pregnancy. I think they have... She, there she goes again with capacity for pregnancy. Agency, they have intelligence, they know what is best for themselves, and I would love to... Well, thanks for throwing black people that bone. ...create the conditions under which they can live lives that are filled with dignity and humanity. And do you think, yeah, I think most people want that, actually, and that's the opposite of what Democrats are doing right now. Do you think a, a baby that is delivered alive has value delivered like by Amazon I don't understand what you're saying uh, and would a transgendered woman be able to do that yes do you think that a, <laughs> a, a baby that is not yet born has value I believe that a person oh yeah those organs will fetch a, a hell of a lot of money on the black I mean uh, no no yes of course they have value. with the capacity for pregnancy has value they have intelligence. They have agency. They no, have I'm dignity. talking about the baby. And I'm talking about the person with the capacity and for I'm, pregnancy. Look at the person for capacity to pregnancy. You moron. I'm answering the question. I'm asking. I'm answering a more interesting question. Oh, she's answering a more important question to her. Listen to the arrogance. Hearing this. I'm talking about the person with the capacity for pregnancy. And you're not answering the question. I'm asking. I'm answering a more interesting question to me. You think that they. I'm answering a more interesting question to me. Dear God. Candy Isle Kid embodied. Baby that is not yet born, let's say the day before this mother delivers, do you think that baby has value? I think that the person with the capacity for pregnancy oh, has gee. value and they have the they should have the ability to control what happens to the well, and, and, and I just note you refuse to answer the question. Yeah, a nice try there, uh, Nutty Professor. Let's go to Randall in lovely Pacific Grove, California, home of KSCO, our affiliate. Hello, Randall. Uh, what are your thoughts? Real quick, go ahead. All right. Unfortunately, I know what she's what she means when she says that men can get pregnant. She's talking about trans men, of course, because that's what she said. Yeah. And even though these men and women are mutilating their bodies and they're still the same old gender they were born with, she's saying that when women become trans men, they could still get pregnant. Of course, of course. But yeah, the weird, but the, the weird thing is, Randall, Randall, no amount of hormones is going to change your chromosomes. Uh, it, what it is, is it's um, a form of surrealism. Did you ever hear of the H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, Color Out of Place, or Color Out of Space by H.P. Mm. Lovecraft? No, I have not. He's a science fiction horror writer. <laughs> they made two movies on it, and one that has Nicolas Cage in it. It's basically oh. about transformation of all physical reality into a kind of a, a, an insane goop of meth, like uh, like the thing or something. It just mutates everything into a nonsensical right. biology. I'll have to and, check that out. Randall, I got to run. Thanks for the call, buddy. I do appreciate it. It certainly has to be better than, what was it, The Wicker Man. Dear God in heaven. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. This just in for the Biden administration. They are suggesting that if you go grocery shopping, do it in the morning because inflation is so aggressive by this afternoon, your prices will be much higher. <laughs> More from the nutty professor on Capitol Hill yesterday. Also, Gavin Newsom is signed into law legislation that would allow California residents to uh, sue gun manufacturers and MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, at the bottom of next hour. Don't go anywhere. 
It's the Rob Carson Show. Don't you just love institutional ads for life insurance? Well, this isn't one of them. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Fabric Life Insurance. I know your time is valuable, but Fabric has incredible term life insurance policies that can be customized to your family, and you can be up and running in as little as 10 minutes. Fabric was built by parents for parents to make it easier to manage your family's finances. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply. See your quote and then personalize it to fit your family's needs. Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great quality choices like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. I would insert a cup of coffee comparison here, but thanks to the White House, it's far more expensive than a dollar a day. Protect your family's future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at Fabric.com slash Newsmax. That's Fabric.com slash Newsmax. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantis Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour and two of the Rob Carson Show. Marjorie Taylor Greene joins us at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about a lot of... Uh, well, the inflation being 9.1%, among other things. The uh, new Green Deal not working out so well in Sri Lanka. President of Sri Lanka uh, fled the country, by the way, fled the country. So uh, this is happening in the Netherlands. This is happening all over the world. You've got countries like Germany that are uh, starting up their coal-fired, coal-fired plants again. You know why? Because the green energy thing is just a giant frigging lie. It's just uh, socialism slash communism broadcast on the world stage to all countries, and it's doing a face plant. It did uh, last century, leaving 100 million people in, uh, in uh, body pits, and uh, they want to do it again right now. Except for this time, the body pits will be filled with people who starve to death. And uh, Joe Biden says that the inflation figures are unacceptably high, but they're out of date because they don't reflect the, the, uh, the 30 days of decreases in gas prices. Well, no, it hasn't been 30 days. And there has been a slight decrease in gas prices. But see, that happens when demand goes down a little bit and because people can't drive, because people can't afford to drive. Uh, so it's not, in effect, I guess it is you, but you're making people so, so poor that they can't afford gas. See, that's the, that's the way it kind of works that way is how it works. So, you know, we got, we got that. We'll get to Marjorie Taylor Greene at the bottom of the hour. And of course, yesterday, the nutty professor on, uh, on Capitol Hill talking about abortion and talking about, uh, uh, transgenderism in case you uh, missed it. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a, just a little bit more of a sample of uh, Josh Hawley talking about, uh, whether men can be pregnant. And of course, this, this, uh, uh, academic millennial who's been brought up in this nonsense brought her arrogance with her and ended up looking like a fool to everyone but her brainwashed children and brainwashed students for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Meske, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you yes, said... Kiara Bridges, by the way, uh, in uh, from Berkeley. Several times you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. People with a capacity it, for pregnancy. Would that be women? Wait a minute, that's PCP. People with the capacity for pregnancy is uh, is PCP. 
many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy as well. No, they're, they're, um, they're born women, and they just had their uh, chest, you know, removed so they can't feed their babies because they're women. Plus non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, We it's, can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts <laughs> You silly senator. Don't you know what's happening on college campuses everywhere? Other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so and this is where she gets arrogant. More so. The is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic. <laughs> really, uh, really, really? Uh, you know, uh, here, here, you, you were talking about PCP. I got, I got a little uh, acronym for you. How about GTFO? How about that? Here is uh, Josh Hawley's response last night. Now, here, here is the modern Democrat Party today, Sean. It is that you have to say yep. that men can get pregnant, yep. and if you don't say it... Please be down with this. If you are down with this in the Democrat Party, please continue to be down with this because you're going to get annihilated in November. Then you are a bigot, and you are responsible for violence. I mean, that is the party line. Let's not forget who invited this witness. She was there as a Democrat witness. You didn't see a single Democrat disagree with that. In fact, they're all over social media applauding her and saying, oh, that's exactly right. It's not exactly right. It's exactly crazy. No, it's freaking nonsense. Which is why voters are running screaming away from the Democrat Party. This is craziness. And I tell you, Sean, they are so out of touch with America. It's just, you can't even, you can't even make this stuff up. You can't even make this stuff up. And I really, if, if I were a woman, I'll, I'll step forward and I'll defend the women in my life, including one who passed away last year, my mother. And she would be so ungodly kicked off about this. Because my, my mother was a proud woman, and, and uh, I would venture to say that most women are proud of being women. They like being women. Does it mean you have to fit all of the stereotypes of womanhood? You have to uh, you know, wear a dress all the time? No, no. See, my wife was a tomboy growing up, but she decided to stick with the woman thing, and she rocks it. Woo, boy, I tell you what, there, was no, there were no uh, puberty blockers and surgery when she was in her adolescence, no siree bobber. Uh, but she still likes that stuff. She likes to do gardening and stuff, and, uh, and she likes to be outside. She likes to get dirtier than me because I grew up on a farm. I'm kind of done with that. But I, if you take away... The title woman from women? What an ungodly assault. My mother and my father loved each other dearly. My father was unabashedly masculine. He was a World War II veteran. My mom was tough as nails, but she was proud to be a woman. And that the left is attempting to essentially erase women. It really is the ultimate we have Title IX affront to women to replace women with men and to make, like, for instance, Rachel Levine, a middle manager in government, nearing retirement, three children divorced, decides to become a woman. USA Today makes this person woman of the year. ESPN, uh, or not ESPN, but, but uh, sports media. Uh, Kendall or, or Caitlyn Jenner decides to Bruce Jenner decides to become Caitlyn Jenner named Woman of the Year. Put on uh, Sports Illustrated on the cover wearing a wearing a bustier, and all the women in the world are going, "What the what the what what what?" You know, 
I like to say the Democrats, the only time the Democrats are down with concealed carry is when uh, men want to compete with women. Then they're all for concealing. You know, concealing, that's how they conceal stuff. <laughs> concealed carry. Here is a Ben Shapiro. He was uh, confronted at a recent college gathering by an insane trans person who presumably, I, you never know anymore, was born a man and now is a woman, according to this person. And uh, here is his spectacular takedown of this nonsense. And the basic idea that male and female do not exist runs counter to all mammalian biology, all of it, not just human. Are we to suggest that gender and, and sex are different in walruses? How does this work exactly? Like, uh, uh, are they different in bears? Anytime you have a, anytime you have, all mammalian reproduction is rooted in the idea that there's a sexual dichotomy between male and female. To obscure that with all sorts of semantic word games about how you feel subjectively has no bearing on whether male and female are categories that exist. And if you're trying to define male and female with reference to any subjective category that cannot be identified by any metric whatsoever other than how you feel today, yes. I challenge whether that is scientific or whether that is merely a self-perception that is being guided by a political agenda. Boy, that is uh, that just about as concise as it could possibly be. You know, you could just sit there and bask in his uh, in his IQ. You might even go up a few points in F in IQ just if you sat across, you know, like in a car with Ben Shapiro. The guy is uh, is uh, is brilliant, and, and and this is kind of metaphorical for the left in this country right now. Uh, and and the expression that I use, which is candy aisle kids, these are people for which and it, it may not be millennials. Uh, there may be some Gen Xers who are this way. I doubt it because we were the last analog generation and, and Gen Zers. Uh, they created this non-candy checkout at grocery stores because parents couldn't handle their kids pitching a fit when they asked for candy and the kids would embarrass them and start screaming things about them, maybe claim they're, uh, you know, uh, child abusers or something like that to get the candy or whatever. And uh, they, so they decided to just take it out of the equation, just make a can an aisle without candy for those spoiled little children. And, uh, and I, so I call him Candy Owl Kid. Now, I've been sitting on this soundbite for, well, since like Friday, because Victor Davis Hanson is, is a brilliant guy. And he talked about uh, the kind of the um, uh, pre-French revolutionary footing that we're on in this country, which I've said we are a tale of two cities. We have the bourgeois. We have the proletariat. We have the bourgeois. Uh, they're very wealthy. They are oligarchs. They are uh, entrenched uh, government bureaucrats, and they're telling us how to live our lives, what to live, what to drive, all that stuff, while they live high on the hog. Here is Victor Davis Hansen's analysis. The left is a revolutionary. It's like the French revolutionary Jacobin movement. They don't trust any customs. They don't honor any laws. Everything is fluid, and it's legal only to the extent that it's useful. So yep. the hundred and... 80-year filibuster that they used to treasure as a minority party in the Senate, it's, they want to get rid, rid of it. If you get your uh, butt kicked, you just uh, change the rules. The 150-person, uh, the 150-year nine-person Supreme Court, get rid of it. It's no longer useful. They can't have a Republican justice flip as they did from Warren to David Souter easily anymore. Sucks to be you, don't it? More. So the, the, like adolescents, they're angry. 50-state union we've had for 60 years. Bring in two more states to get senators. Same as long as they're really left-leaning areas that would guarantee senators that would vote Democrat. Thing with a national voting law to override the constitutional prerogative of each state to set, you know, balloting. That's what they're trying right now. They're trying to nationalize the elections under the radar. Uh, Republicans are asking for all of the details, and they're being very shady about it because they're trying to rig the election in November. I'm not kidding. I wish I were. And then we have the 232-year-old electoral college. Once the blue wall fell, like little kids, they got angry and said, get rid of it. 
So the, the common denominator is all of this is yes. they look at the law as what's useful for the moment ah. for a progressive agenda. And yes. when that is no longer true, then they try to destroy the institution. And that's what they're doing. Ding. It, it's incumbent on everybody to call them out for what they are. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, if you want to comment on this, 800-922-6680. A little bit more on this, including the Church of England saying there's no official definition of a woman. That's when I'd leave the church, to be quite honest. And then also, Match.com. Have you been on Match.com lately? Oh, it's a brave new world on Match.com. When I tell you of all of the uh, genders you can choose from, uh, you might want to consider swiping right or left somewhere else. I'd swipe right, because if you swipe left, you're going into, you know, insanity. Uh, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's The Rob Carson Show. And the basic idea that male and female do not exist runs counter to all mammalian biology, all of it, not just human. Are we to suggest that gender and, and sex are different in walruses? How does this work exactly? Like, uh, uh, are they different in bears? Anytime you have a, anytime you have... It was weird. I was in Florida visiting the headquarters of Newsmax a couple months ago, and I was uh, doing a little diving. Saw a manatee, a male manatee wearing women's underwear. All mammalian reproduction is rooted in the idea that there's a sexual dichotomy between male and female. To obscure that with all sorts of semantic word games about how you feel subjectively has no bearing on whether male and female are categories that exist. Now, yesterday, uh, Senator Josh Hawley was uh, speaking to Kiara Bridges of about uh, gender, and uh, uh, Josh Hawley said that, you know, men are men and women are women, and, and uh, he questioned whether men could be pregnant. Of course, she said, uh, of course they can. And then when she got nowhere in her argument, she held her breath until she passed out. That was her next step as a, uh, as a woke professor. Uh, she didn't get her way, so just like my brother Richard used to do, would just hold his breath until he passed out, until my mother went over and revived him and said, okay, here, here, here's a Tootsie Roll, wake up. Uh, so that was, uh, that's what happened. Let's go to uh, Katarina in New Mexico, uh, who is listening on Albuquerque's KDAZ 96.9 FM and 700 AM, one of our affiliates. Hello, Katarina. How are you? Good morning, Rob. You know, your show has got some of the best bumper music ever. I love <laughs> Collective Soul. I, I choose all that myself. Thank you. Good choices. Thank you. Um, you know, we, we've got so much to talk about, so much craziness <laughs> going on. I know. But what I keep coming back to, we can't let ourselves get distracted by the things that they keep putting out with these three rings. Yes. The main thing before we lose our country is we have to nullify the November 2020 election. There is so much corruption that still has been unaddressed. The machines are still working. And they're fixing to indict Donald Trump, Mike Flynn, whoever else they can with his stupid January 6th committee. I'm going to tell you something, and I'll just, I'll just be honest about this. If, in fact, they do attempt to arrest Donald Trump and take him to a facility like in Washington, D.C., with the January 6th protesters, it's going to make, uh, it's going to make Sri Lanka look like a cakewalk. 
uh, it is uh, utterly ridiculous. The president was cleared of any wrongdoing or any inciting with the second stupid waste of money, which was the impeachment after he left office. And we all know, we all get this. This is about preventing Donald Trump from running again. And uh, you know, if they're going to if they're going to pursue this nonsense with this kangaroo court, uh, there is going to be hell to pay. Go ahead. Well, yeah, we have to figure out what we're going to do. We have to be organized. We can't because we just we're sitting here watching it, shaking our heads, saying, "Oh my God, I can't believe this!" But it's still going forward. They're still getting their way. I know, and and the thing is, Katerina, what they're going to try and do is they're going to destroy the country as much as they can before November. That's that's the goal. Joe Biden is is literally trying to uh, to federalize the elections and tie state benefits to uh, and, and federal benefits to uh, voting. Uh, it's a very uh, crooked way of doing things, but they are pursuing that. They see the writing on the wall, and they're going to try. And you want to talk about? I, I I told you about Joe. Uh, if, if Donald Trump arrested, they try this. You know, Katerina, right now what we have going into this election is we, we have a wave coming that's going to blow them out of office. But they're going to try a lot of things in the meantime. And, and you're right. We have to be ready for that if they do, because we're not going down this road again. We're not going to live another two years uh, like this before Donald Trump is the president again. Uh, your thoughts? Historically, they catch us flat-footed. And yeah. we, don't want to, we don't want to do the inevitable ugly well, I, I think we're done. We're getting uh, victories in our Supreme Court, and I think uh, by and large, when you look at the country, 88% of the people are 85, depending on it. doesn't really matter. If you've got that percentage of the population saying the country is going in the wrong direction, that says to me that of the remaining 12 to 15%, uh, at least 8 Five or eight percent of those are going to be completely clueless, have no opinion, and the other five percent or so is what's driving the nonsense. And all we have to do to say to them is uh, not only no, but bleep no. We're not going there, Katarina. So we won't be led this way. But I do appreciate you uh, joining me today. Have a glorious day, okay? You too. Take care. You bet. Okay. You bet. Uh, Missouri's Columbia Public Schools. I used to live in Columbia, Missouri. First gig out of college. Great town. Great town. Great food. Uh, bat guano crazy left running the town like most college towns. Um, they have accepted a $10,000 grant for the creation of what has been described as gender-affirming closet to offer articles of clothing to high school students to assist them with uh, affirming their chosen gender. So uh, one of the schools there, Rockbridge High School, I'm, I'm quite familiar with the two big high schools in Columbia, they are going to uh, uh, feature items of clothing to help teenagers find clothing to affirm their chosen gender. Uh, the bulk of the grant, $8,000, will be used to purchase clothing. It remains unclear if the closet will contain items such as chest binders for young women or tucking underwear for young men. If I were a parent in uh, otherwise conservative Boone County, Missouri, I'd be going to the Rockbridge uh, High School uh, uh, school board meeting the next time and saying, uh, no, uh, no, not going to happen. Now, I was speaking to a good buddy of mine yesterday, and his name's Glenn, and he's a wonderful person, and he's a 50-something-year-old dude, uh, and he's, uh, you know, he's, he's entering the dating world. He's kind of curious. He wants to meet somebody, and, all, and it's harder. It's harder when you are no longer 20-something. Um, but anyway, uh, I, you know, I asked him what he was doing, and I don't know if he's doing any online service, but Match.com, did you realize this? Match.com is offering uh, dozens of genders to choose from, and the online site says, which best describes you? 
it's uh, it, it contains well-known alternative oxygen, such as a gender, used to describe someone who does not uh, uh, have a gender. Uh, uh, I'd kind of stay away from that person. Uh, transgender, who cares? Trans woman, uh, whatever. Trans men, if that's what, if that's your bag, baby, I don't care. Non-binary, intersex, which I believe is having sex over state lines. I, I could be wrong. Also includes uh, known options uh, like new new Troy or new trois, uh, which uh, Fort Lewis College defines as non-binary gender identity, which is considered to be neutral or null gender and has considerable overlap with uh, agender, demi man, and demi woman are both on the list. Usually describe someone who partially identifies as either man or woman. Polygender, someone who describes as multiple genders. Here's an idea: just put one category for those looking to date someone who's completely bat guano insane. How about that? That's a good idea. Rather than kind of go through the oh, you know, multi-gender, non-binary, gen- uh, binary gender identity, uh, you know, all of that. Bi-gender, gender fluid, gender variant, gender queer, transgender. Just how about just insane? I think insane might make it a little easier. Swipe uh, right, left, forward, backward, whatever. That's what you're going to get. MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene. Right after this break, don't go anywhere. Carson Show and joining us on the Newsmax Hotline. We always look forward to her appearing on the show, Marjorie Taylor Green, MTG. How are you today? I'm doing great, Rob. Thank you so much for having me on. I take it you're in the Capitol this morning because I hear some uh, noise in the background. Yes, I'm right. actually walking uh, back from a meeting towards my office. <laughs> All right, let me talk to you about the uh, office. I haven't talked to you since, uh, well, for a few months, uh, with regard to the vandalism that has occurred outside of your office by Democrat staffers. You delivered an impassioned speech on the floor, which uh, was met with crickets a few weeks ago. Uh, as a not only a, an American, but also as a woman, uh, how does that make you feel knowing that someone is is literally defacing something in front of your office which i would perceive as a threat uh where are things right now with regard to that well nothing has changed and you're right it is a threat and it's a threat to my safety and it's a threat to the security of the capitol complex and our office buildings you know while the january 6th committee is going on and they're they're basically persecuting people and creating their own conspiracy theories and lies about President Trump and Republicans and his staff and anyone that was in or near the Capitol that day. They they are sitting here at the same time ignoring the very fact that one of their own Democrat members of Congress, his chief of staff, has for months been vandalizing a <laughs> sign outside my office because he's offended by it. He's wow. been committing a crime because he's offended that it says there's only two genders, yeah. male and female. And then he got caught on camera and arrested by the Capitol Police, and yet they do nothing. So it's a two-tier justice system. And I'm appalled being a woman because we see, we see the Democrats, you know, crying victim all the time, as, you know, the women do. But yet 
how I get treated here is unbelievable, and they could care less. It's unacceptable. So, I, I think it's unacceptable. Now, I know, I don't know you personally, but I, what I can gather from you by your attitude, uh, among other things, is you are a strong woman. You are proud of being a woman. You were born a woman. You're still a woman. I think all of this uh, transgender nonsense, like what happened yesterday on Capitol Hill with Kiara Bridges from Berkeley being questioned by, by Josh Hawley and bringing the, uh, the uh, faculty lounge to Capitol Hill and looking like an idiot. Uh, I would assume that, 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 you know, you as a woman are proud to be a woman, and this nonsense is an affront to all women, don't you suppose? Oh, absolutely, 100%. It's insulting. And, you know, the, the very idea that women's rights don't matter anymore is, and, and which is what they say in, is in our stance for pro-life, is we support women, we support their pregnancies, we support them being mothers, and, and even if it's a circumstance that they didn't plan, we support women. We also support women's rights, our right to privacy, our right to, to have privacy in our bathrooms, our right to compete in our own women's sports without being threatened by biological men. And so, yes, all of this is a slap in our face, and I'm standing, I'm standing up for it. You should. Yes, we should. We have to not only for ourselves, but also for our daughters. Yes. And I have two daughters, and I care about that, and I care about any other woman and young women in this country. My daughter is 17 years old, and uh, she is a girl. She likes being a girl. She has a boyfriend. He is a Christian. They don't drink. They don't smoke. She doesn't curse. I'm signing the cross right now, by the way, in case you can't see me. I'm signing the cross for that. <laughs> but she is. She's proud of being a, a woman. She embraces her femininity, and there's nothing wrong with that nonsense. And you know what else? It's okay to be tomboyish, too. My, my, wife, my wife was a tomboy when she was growing up, yeah. but she didn't go on, yeah. you know, hormones replacement or whatever the hell uh, to block her puberty it's absurd on the face of it and we're butchering children for this uh, for this uh, unbelievably stupid ideology that kids will wake up after the 18th birthday or in their 20s and realize that they are horribly mutilated people that's right what they're trying to call gender affirming care is actually genital mutilation and poison in their body with medications and puberty blockers that are that are going to harm them for their entire lives and, I... and change them as who they are, sterilize them so they cannot become parents and, and, and physically injure them to where they'll have all kinds of physical ailments for the rest of their life. This is the most horrific thing. And, and yeah. what child doesn't have an identity crisis at one time or another when they're growing up? I mean, I... every child no, thinks they want to be one thing when they grow up but then they then they certainly learn they don't they want to become something else yeah. whether it's their gender or job or whatever I, you know, I hope that one day we wake up and we realize <clears throat> not only that we're dealing with children who would go through this and have this sort of uh, mental issues that they consider something like this, but we have doctors in this country who literally are willing to hack off completely healthy tissue because a child decides they want to be the opposite gender. We also have doctors in this country that will abort a baby right before birth. I would hope that after this election, we might consider looking at both of these as, uh, as the medical profession. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I certainly, you know, I'm, I'm pro-life. I, I believe in that life starts at conception, and I'm thrilled that the states have the rights to make their own laws now, but I think the pro-life movement has a lot more work to do. I, I'm completely against the slaughter of the innocent unborn in the womb, but I'll go a step further on the gender issues and what they're doing to children. That should be illegal. Yes. And I, I say it over and over again. You bet. You know, genital mutilation and giving them 
uh, medications poisoning their bodies as they're growing up should be illegal. Any doctor doing that should lose their medical license, and every single one of these pediatric gender clinics should be shut down. 100%. There's a mental illness that causes uh, very few people, but they'll suddenly decide that their arm is not a part of their body. Uh, literally, this is actually happening. They will decide that the arm is the, uh, their enemy, and they will do anything to get the arm removed, including putting it in cold water or freezing conditions until a doctor has to remove it. That kind of reminds me of what's happening with regard to young men who suddenly decide prepubescently that they want their penises cut off. It is, uh, it is unbelievable. Let's talk about inflation. This morning we got the good news. Uh, it looks like Welcome Back Carter all over again. We're at 9.1% inflation, which I believe is much higher what are your constituents saying about what they're going through uh, as everyday Americans in grocery stores and as people in Georgia? A lot of people are uh, farmers. They raise the food that we grow and the cotton that clothes us. Well, I have to tell you, my constituents are absolutely disgusted at the inflation. 9.1% is appalling. They are even more disgusted with the gas prices and the price of diesel fuel because we have a lot of farmers, yep. construction workers, truck drivers. We have many people that depend on the price of diesel fuel to be able to earn a living. And here's how they feel. They're, they also are disgusted with our border being completely overrun and an administration that doesn't care at all about our national security. So people in my district, they're sick of it. Not only are they they're sick of our federal government not caring about the things that are hurting their every single daily life. Um, just simple things, the, the ability to afford groceries and afford clothes and shoes for their kids. Yep. But they're also disgusted with a completely disconnected Washington and Department of Defense that cares more about going to war with in a proxy war with nuclear Russia, yep. caring about Ukraine's borders when they're completely ignoring our own borders and our national security crisis that has been created with this wide open border that Joe Biden had fully invited the world to come and invade our country. And so people at home, this is what I hear from them all the time. They keep telling me, keep fighting, Marjorie, keep fighting, because they feel that, that Washington is not only not only disconnected, but Washington is ruining their lives. This yeah. is how they feel. But it's not just my district, Rob. It's, yeah, it's all over the country. Yeah. It's not just Republican voters. It's Democrats, too. People are fed up. Yeah, and I hope you and I, I know that you hear from people around the country because what I hear from them, and they say to me that their biggest concern about this midterm is that Republicans will sweep both houses of Congress and then the establishment Republicans will do D word for Richard to reverse the course of the country against Biden policy, and they won't do anything uh, to hold those accountable. Those people who uh, did this kangaroo court the January 6th committee, those people who investigated conservatives, went after conservatives, uh, the FBI going after conservatives, that's a big thing. What can you say to those people that might reassure them that you're going to finally, the Republican Party is finally going to do something Thing once they regain power to turn this crap around. Well, Rob, I, that is that is my concern as well, and I can't promise anything. I yeah. would love to be able to, but I just can't promise it unless I, I see it happening. I uh, what I do is I constantly urge my colleagues, I constantly urge those in leadership, and I tell them, 
that that our voters are going to give us another chance and that what we have what we do with this opportunity when we do regain power <laughs> is going to determine if they give us another chance in 2024 and we get full power back and so what we do uh once we take over the house and we're in, in full control whether we can go after dr fauci investigate yes. and hold people accountable i mean like put people in jail for yes. what they did with COVID 19 yeah. that matters what we do with the Biden crime family investigating Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and his brother Jim and anyone else in that family, friends or, or any anyone related to what they have done with corruption involving abuse of power of Joe Biden's political positions through over the years and now as president of the United States, especially in China and even in Ukraine and other countries. And the accountability brought there, that matters. Yeah. People want Joe Biden impeached, and, yes. and we need a Republican Congress that is able to grow the courage to make it happen, and that's one I haven't seen yet, but I hope to see. Um, another thing that we have got to do is we have to hold this Department of Justice accountable yes. that is, is, is persecuting American citizens that are charged with crimes far more that they have ever hurt uh, terrorists that, that killed American soldiers and, and attacked our national security. They're, they're, they're interested in releasing those terrorists at Guantanamo Bay, and that's in the NDAA. It releases them and sends them to other countries, while at the same time, the, the Department of Justice is holding people, uh, and they're rotting away in jail. And it's, it is horrific. Yeah, it's unforgivable. Yeah. So we need a Republican leadership and, and and majority that will do something about those things yeah. as well as defund Biden's radical agenda. It's not just Biden. It's all of the Democrats. We yeah. can't let him be the scapegoat. Yeah. But when we do that, we will prove to our voters and to America that we that we're doing what we say we're going to do and that we are worth their vote yeah. and that we've earned it in 2024 and well, that's what i want to see happen well it better happen <laughs> you know i'm just going to say it that better. mitch mcconnell you better be listening my friend you're looking at sri lanka you know i'm not saying that's going to happen here but that attitude is here we're tired of it we're just, just sick of the nonsense one more thing uh, how insufferable have democrats been lately in uh, in the capital with all of the defeats they've suffered with the supreme court from uh, roe v wade that had to be a doozy dear god in heaven you got uh, fossil fuels um uh there was a victory there there was a victory for school choice uh there's a victory for uh, voter integrity all these uh the second amendment and concealed carry how how's the attitude right now among democrats on capitol hill well they seem to have learned nothing as a matter of fact uh. they have doubled down since they lost because this week we're having to vote on these i mean completely disgusting and evil abortion bills where they want to uh, federalize abortion codifying roe versus wade uh, taking away the rights from the states they want to completely take away the state's rights to make their own laws regarding life and abortion and they want to make abortion legal up until the day of birth and make Sorry. it available for every woman that wants it across the country and they are so angry about it they're demanding it they're fighting for it and we have to vote on that this week and i have to tell you rob our only hope of stopping it and i do believe they'll stop it is in the senate every single republican has to show up and vote against it we cannot allow it to get to 60 votes and i and i believe that the senate will stop it if, if they don't stop it 
then then we're, we're communist we're, china then we're nazi then, germany i mean this is yes, ridiculous this is ridiculous is. no no honestly china's bad enough girl baby born leave her on the side of the road to starve to death that's essentially what's happening here but maybe even as cruel certainly what they are considering the democrat party i would venture to say has never been a party for good throughout history they never have you look at slavery jim crow uh the great society i could go on and on and on and i gotta tell you marjorie taylor green unless they uh are introspective after this election, uh, then they need to figuratively be blown up and reinvented because at this point, if 88% of the American people say the country's going the wrong direction, that would mean that the Democrat Party is completely off the rails. Your final thoughts. Oh, I completely completely agree with you. No, and they are off the rails. And right now, Joe Biden, we know what he is. We know he has dementia. We know he is failing in, in his elderly years. And it's painful to watch and it's embarrassing for our country. But here's the main thing. Americans have to have to be wise and they have to be smart. The Democrat Party and the media soon, it's going to happen soon. They're going to make Joe Biden the scapegoat for yes, all of, of their course. failures. Yeah, they already that are. is what they're going to do. But when that starts to happen, we cannot allow it. it is, the policies yes. that he has put in place, the executive orders he has signed, that is the Democrat Party. It's not the progressives. It's all of them. All right, not so now- Joe Biden. It's all of them. we got to run. We're out of time. Uh, I know that you, it's difficult, it's expensive to fight all the fights that you're fighting. Where can I send my listeners so they can fight the fight with somebody that we can depend on? We can depend on you. We trust you. We know you won't betray us like so many in the Republican Party. What can we do to help you out? Oh, God bless you. MTGforamerica.com. MTGforamerica.com. I only accept uh, support from from regular people, small yes. dollar donors. That's right. that's who keeps me going, and I'm always appreciative. All so right, and and so and, and before we go, go in case you didn't know, who's down with MTG? Yeah, you know me. All right, <laughs> I love it. Godspeed, Godspeed, and okay. God bless. Have Thanks, a glorious Rob. day. All right, let's take a okay. break. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. Dissent is not disinformation. It's the Rob Carson Show. Thank you to MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene for joining us on the show. If you missed the entire interview or any part of the show, the podcast is now called the Rob Carson Show Podcast. And it's the entire show. And I'm getting a lot of feedback from people about, hey, it wasn't long enough with, uh, you know, uh, 30 minutes or 40 minutes. We're so glad to have it to be, uh, you know, longer than that, an entire radio program. So uh, the Rob Carson Show, go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts if you would like to know which platforms and where it's available. Uh, Because of all the uh, transgender nonsense on Capitol Hill, this is our official transgender song, by the way. Uh, It's wildly popular. One of the biggest hits we've had about a transgender swimmer competing with women. This is Jim Gossett with the new version of I Am Woman on the Rob Carson Show. Here he is. I am woman, not a man, despite this new transgender ban. Sound like a guy. Oh, my voice is deep, and I've got facial hair. What, what about down? They banned me, but I'll be back. Bravery I do not lack. You don't have to tell me to grow a pair. I feel a little uh, Oh, yes, I'm a girl. Against women I compete. People want to hurl when I win another meet. Swimming medals, I will steal all of them. I have a beard. 
got testicles. Testicles. I am woman. Can you just cover that up when you're in the locker room just for the other women here? Tina says that I can't swim. They claim that I am a him. Is that a rudder? But I'll be back. Just you wait and see. Oh, yes, I'm a she. I even wear a dress. No, it's no mystery. The whole package I possess. But they banned me. Banned me from everything. I have a brawn. Brawn. I have a prostate gland. Prostate gland. <laughs> Jim Gossett. Uh, JimGossett.com, or no, JimGossettComedy.com. It's two S's and two T's if you'd like to hear uh, more of his stuff. Um, we're going to move on to uh, California and uh, Woke America paying the price for their wokeism. This is The Rob Carson Show. So Dick Morris is a friend of the show. He's got a new book. It's called The Return. It is in bookstores everywhere. It is an inside look at uh, at Donald Trump's plans to run for president in 2024. This is a uh, uh, some information you won't find anywhere else. You can get it for free. $28 book. Just go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. On the way, the final hour of the show, Gavin Newsom says you could sue gun manufacturers if some jerkweed shoots you. Also, Woke America gets hit, and uh, Uvalde, what really happened in the school from a parent who rescued her own kids. Don't go anywhere. Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Says the latest attack of the January 6th uh, kangaroo court, Ashley Babbitt is trending on Twitter. And I very rarely look at trending on Twitter because generally it's just a cesspool of leftists. Um, What they're trying to do is blame Ashley Babbitt's death on Donald Trump, which is as sickening as you could possibly imagine, of all of the affronts to our dignity uh, that we face with this ridiculous uh, kangaroo court and this laughably joke, this, 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 this descent into insanity by the left and the Biden administration, of all the things, of all the indignities that we have to suffer, now they're going to say that a police officer who murdered a woman in cold blood on film, an unarmed woman on film, and was never questioned by Capitol Police before he was exonerated, and they're going to blame that on Donald Trump, you're poking a pit bull. And you're going to get bit. Unbelievable. We will only suffer so many indignities if we've had enough. 88% of America, or 85 depending on what you, which poll you look at, say the country is going in the wrong direction. A small percentage is creating idiotic, awful, evil narratives like that. And they're going to get beaten severely in November. Unbelievable. A couple more notes on this uh, gender madness that, you know, men can have babies. Remember Arnold Schwarzenegger did that movie? 
I've never seen it. I never see Junior. I think it was called Junior, wasn't it? Never saw that. Never saw the movie because it just looked too stupid. He literally was a man who could get pregnant. I don't know what the thing was. He wasn't transgender or anything. But uh, now they're saying that uh, women who are, you know, decide to get. Okay, this is the thing that's really funny. I mean, this if this doesn't show what's going on, you know, you're born as a woman. You are so desperate to become a man that you have your breasts removed. You go through hormone treatment. Then you decide you want to have a baby. And so you say you're a man having a baby. Um, the fact that you have a uterus, the fact that you have the chromosomes that make a woman are never going to change. And um, that you are saying you're a man would, to me, say, you know, maybe you should talk to somebody. I- I'm just saying. You know, maybe just talk to somebody. I love people. Uh, if there were a transgender individual in my home, I, welcome. Let's have dinner. Fine. Fine. I don't care. I've got gay friends. I've got straight friends. got all sorts of friends. But my daughter is a woman. She was born a woman. She will always be a woman. My wife is a woman. She was born a woman. She will always be a woman. There's nothing wrong with that. Stop saying that you're a woman when you're not. Particularly if you decide to use that, dust off that old uterus after you become a man and put a baby in it. It's kind of weird. But anyway, the uh, World Health Organization says that sex is not limited to male or female. This is another reason why the WHO is a, uh, a joke, is a joke. They, they joked their way through and screwed up uh, COVID. Now they're going to the, uh, the new H- WHO guidance. It's going to go beyond uh, the binary approach. Health experts have slammed the move, marking it as unscientific and worrying comes amid concern, concerning rise in the woke of, uh, the, the, of woke gender-neutral language in the NHS. And at this point, honestly, uh, they're over. Uh, the Republican Party, or the Democrat Party, I should say, the, uh, the Biden administration wants to turn over our, um, essentially, our sovereignty as, uh, with regard to health care to the WHO. Uh, this is another uh, reason why not. Also, the Church of England says there's no official definition of a woman. To every woman who goes to church at the Church of England, this is a reason why I'd say, you know, I think we're out of here. I think we're gone. Bye. Said this week, the church has no official de- definition of a woman amidst an evolving understanding of gender in the contemporary world. See, this isn't going to clear up. This isn't going to be like, oh, you know, we were wrong about whatever, and now we're going to evolve. Because you can't evolve into this. You devolve. If you believe that a woman is not a woman and a man is not a man and that women can be pre- or men can be pregnant, then you're devolving the conversation. You're not evolving the conversation. And we aren't into the whole uh, devolvement thing. All right, particularly when it comes to defending womanhood. And I might also say defending being a man. I am a man. Proud to be a man. Uh, you know, I, I, I do some things, uh, you know, that, uh, like I do all the cooking in our house. Uh, I do all the shopping in our house. Uh, it stops with, uh, I still wear men, men's underwear, and I still, uh, you know, uh, dress in men's clothes. Um, and I and I embrace my masculinity. I like it. It's not toxic in any way, shape, or form. If you think it is, then you're an idiot. I'm here to be a provider. I'm here to be uh, an, an equal in my marriage with my wife. We are equals. And, and sometimes she actually, you know, uh, pretty much she guides everything. <laughs> I'm a father to my children. And you cannot just suddenly say you're a man and because you have facial hair and your breasts have been removed and your nipples are still there, that you're a man. 
Uh, now, now, if I see you as a transgender person, you're wearing a beard, and I can tell, yeah, you're probably born the other sex. I don't care. I'm not going to confront you on it. I'm not going to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not. I'm not going to tease you. I'm not going to. It's your decision. You do it. But don't try to act like I. the whole world needs to accept that is. Because it's it, if this happens, I mean, you're talking about the end of society. You know? You do you. I'll do me. But don't try to make it policy. I like that. Hold on. You do you, and I'll do me. Let's not make it policy. All right. Uh, just call me uh, MC Carson. Yeah, uh, I just exposed my whiteness bigger than life there, didn't I? Yeah, let's see. Oh, 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 oh. So, um, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, the city of New York, they put out this new PSA. The uh, New York City Office of Emergency Management decided to create a video um, in case there's a nuclear holocaust. And they just kind of let it happen like, okay, what? I, yeah, of course we're going to run a nuclear holocaust PSA because we've got to be prepared. Of course, we haven't done that since, I don't know, 1958 or something, you know, with the duck and cover and the whole deal. But I, I just think it's important to, you know, talk about, uh, you know, nuclear holocaust. I mean, I'm not saying it could actually happen, but, I mean, take into account that Russia has uh, unleashed a new missile called the Satan II hypersonic nuclear missile, and they're deploying it. Yeah. The Satan too. Now, if you're a country that creates a hypersonic 208-ton, 15,888-mile-per-hour missile that presumably could uh, hit any target in America in a blink of an eye, and you call it Satan too, um, there's a good chance that maybe uh, you're evil. Uh, who 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 names a missile after Satan? Who decides to bed down with the Prince of Darkness? You know? Russia is warning new tests of its deadly hypersonic Satan II missile are imminent and on the brink of going into serial production. Vladimir Putin's space chief, Dmitry Rogan, Rogozin, has been se- uh, seen inspecting the giant weapon as it was, and so did uh, that that uh, that swimmer for uh, Pencil, Penn State. Anyway, um, anyway, inspecting the giant weapon... And it was taken into a forest by rail. The world's most powerful global-range nuclear-tipped missile is being prepared for new tests and serial production. Other than that, nothing to uh, nothing to worry about. Here's a little bit of the uh, uh, here is the nuclear preparedness uh, PSA, which sounds like if you're from the Midwest, a tornado drill. Except for the tornado drill vaporizes you, or the tornado. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why, just know that the big one has hit, okay? So what do we do? There's- I know we're just used to doing the PSAs for getting the COVID shot, but we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and just slide this nuclear holocaust PSA in here. Three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family. Step two, bend over and carefully kiss your butt goodbye. 
get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. No, not a good idea. Could you ever see Independence Day when they blew up the Empire State Building? Those cars would be flipping all over the place. And that wasn't even nuclear. Here's uh, the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, responding to, uh, you know, the questions of why did you just suddenly put a nuclear holocaust PSA on, on all the networks and everything in New York City when there hasn't been one on the air since, I don't know, about 60 years. Very proactive step to say, let's be prepared. And it doesn't mean just a nuclear attack. It's any natural disaster. Pack a bag. Uh, know where your medicines are, are located. These are just smart things to do. And Take you know, off all your clothes and throw them away and bury them for 9,000 years, just like all the other ones. Uh, many of us, we think about COVID. And, and other things that have been on the forefront, but we're still one of the top terrorist threats. Yeah, uh-huh. Let's go to uh, Michelle in lovely Westminster, Maryland. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind? Well, first of all, what happened to Satan 1? If it's Satan 2, <laughs> isn't there a Satan 1? Uh, yes. <laughs> We're still looking for it. Dear God, please find it. <laughs> okay. The main reason I called. I promise I'm not going to sing a I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar again, but... Yeah. Quite honestly, ladies, the only one that can take away the fact that you're a woman is you. Yes. And kowtowing to this crap that we're hearing coming out of these crazy people. Yeah. I mean, laugh at them. Yeah. I know it's serious. I, I, yeah. I know they're serious. I know they believe the vomit that's coming out of their mouth. Yeah. But there are many more of us. And there are them. First of all, we're already 50% of the population. Yes. And out of that, the vast majority of us have sense. We know that we're women. Yeah. Laugh. Get past it. We are women. We give birth. We do beautiful things with our bodies. We can sustain life. We can give life. Yes. And that is a beautiful thing. They don't get to take that away from me. They don't get to take it away from anybody unless you let them. Yep. And that's the whole point with this whole thing of what they're doing. Don't let them do it, whether it's Amen. this or anything else. Yep. Just say no. Ding, 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 ding. You get the prize, Michelle. And as don't far as... stupid. Don't catch the stupid. Now, did, did, did you hear the, uh, the theme song of the transgender movement by my friend Jim Gossett, I Am Woman? No. You haven't heard it? Uh, no, sweetie, I've had my head in a few things here. I haven't heard all the latest and great. I heard the one earlier, oh, but I didn't. Can you can, can you hang out? Can you hang on? Just not you hang on the phone, but just listen for another five minutes. I want to play it for you because you said we have to be able to laugh at these things. And if you yeah. haven't heard the the official transgender theme song of the Rob Carson Show by Jim Gossett, I want to play it after the commercial. Does that sound okay? Uh, love it. I can't wait to hear it. Oh, you're going to love it, Michelle. You're going to laugh. You know what? Why don't you just hold on, and I'll play it while you're on the air. Can you Can you hold on? Absolutely. You hold on. You hold on. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Those who are sick and tired of people moving to D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours. It's the Rob Carson Show. So Michelle in Westminster just called. Hello there, Michelle. Hey, sweetie. How are you? I'm glorious. Now, you said you haven't heard our official transgendered uh, 
a theme song. Originally, was a song written about the transgendered swimmer Leah Thomas, who was a man before her senior year. Uh, was ranked about 467th in the country. Decided to be a woman, compete with women, swim right. in the with women, shower with women, even though this person still has his man parts and uh, dates women. Uh, and so we came up with this. And you have not heard our official theme song, transgender theme song, yet. Not yet. All right, you're about to hear it here and realize you had said that we need to laugh at these things. This is one of the reasons why I started writing comedy for Rush Limbaugh years ago and while I still continue. So I'm going to go ahead and leave your mic hot here and let you hear our official trans woman theme song. And you'll only hear it here on my show. Jim Gossett doing the singing. I am woman, not a man, despite this new transgender ban. Though my voice is deep and I've got facial hair. They've banned me, but I'll be back. Bravery I do not lack. Nope. You don't have to tell me to grow a pair. Yardy got him. Oh, yes, I'm a girl. Against women I compete. People want to hurl when I win another. He didn't get a voice actually. Swimming medals. I will steal all of them. I have a beard. Sing along. Beard. I've got testicles. 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 I am woman. <laughs> so what do you think? <laughs> I didn't hear you say the word testicles. I'm a little surprised. Oh, I did. I said Oh, you, okay, okay. All right, well, listen, if it calls for testicles, you say testicles, Michelle. Oh, you got it. Well, All right. considering that the words to that song, it's that, you know, wisdom's born of pain, and yeah. we've paid the price. And those yeah. of us that came up in the 80s when it yeah. started full force, and those shoulders that we stand on uh, from women's suffrage and those yeah. that have come before we deserve to honor their sacrifices and the trails that they blazed for us to walk upon. We wow. cannot stand here and let it be taken away. Boom. That was beautiful. That should be carved in granite, girlfriend. I'm telling you, that's fantastic. You are it's 100% right. Yeah. It's from my heart, and it is the truth, and I know that the vast majority of people in this country yeah. understand and believe that and don't be afraid to say it out loud because there are many many more of us than there are of them and Amen. if they go back crap crazy in front of you just stand there and laugh your tail off at <laughs> all right very good uh, michelle have a great day okay you do the same rob see you really soon. nice really nice don in uh, in salinas california hello there don welcome to the rob carson show what's going on in ksco land well, I, I wanted to let you know, Rob, you're not alone. You know, I'm a man, yes. and I do the shopping, and yep. I do the cooking. I even do the dishes. Oh, yeah, and, me too, bro. Yeah, well, you know why I do it? Because huh. I am a man, and I'm a man enough to realize that the woman not only contributes way more to the marriage than the man, but they are the marriage, and, and I worship my wife. And I celebrate my wife, and I want to show her that I can contribute something besides a paycheck yeah. to the marriage. You bet. And it's very simple. Yeah. You know, well, so yeah. I, 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 I think you're uh, good for, for putting that out there. You know, there's nothing unmanly about doing the cooking and the shopping. No. And, that there, and there's nothing better than having your wife have a little extra energy for you. 
You know. Well, hello, Mister. So now, Don, you know the thing is, um, I I want to honor her. I want to honor my wife. I, I've you know I've I've not been a perfect husband. Um, I've not been a perfect father. I try to be. I try to be uh, good every day of my life. And and I want to honor my family. I want to provide for them. I want to I want to make meals for them. I want I want I relish every moment with my kids because. They're not going to be around the house a whole lot longer. My daughter's 17. My son just graduated from college, and he's you know staying home for the summer to do an internship. But I want to enjoy that. And, and listen, I'm going to be yeah. with someone. Listen, Don, of all the contracts I've had, and I've had a lot of crap contracts in my life. For instance, the one that brought me to Kansas City at a radio station, two years into a three-year deal, they decided I was too expensive. I have a contract with my li- li- wife for life. And if you're going to get a contract, if you get someone who's de- de- who is willing to devote them themselves to your sorry ass for life, then by God, you better honor that person. Because we are going to yeah. be here for for a while. You bet, bro. And 100%. You know, when I, when I look in the mirror, I can tell myself that I wasn't even a real man until I got my wife. She completed me as a man. Wait a minute. And now I you're, quote, now you're quoting that. Jerry Maguire on me here. What are you trying to do, Don? <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, complete really, me. You know, being now a man you... is being man enough to, to, to acknowledge things. And if you can't, if you think that, you know, bringing home a paycheck and sitting in the recliner and farting is, is a man, no. Well, don't take my farting away from me, Don. Don't ever take my farting away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for the call. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah, Starbucks, by the way, is closing 16 stores citing personal safety concerns. You know why? Because the doofuses who runs Starbucks, decided that they'd be all woke and everything. They said after careful consideration, we're closing some stores in locations that have experienced, quote, a high volume of challenging incidents that make it unsafe to continue. Where are these places? Well, they're in entirely Democrat-run enclaves like Washington, D.C., Philly, Los Angeles, Seattle, Portland. Yeah, the left eats itself. I've got more on this coming up after the break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Proud... the uh, governor of California, who is a uh, never going to be the president of the United States, and God help him if he, if he ever does, but um, Gavin Newsom signed the legislation into law allowing California residents who are victims of crime to sue gun manufacturers, which is, uh, you know, in, in unconstitutional, of course, because there are a million ways that you can kill somebody. Does that mean you can sue knife manufacturers? Does that mean you can sue baseball pet manufacturers? Does that mean you can uh, you can sue car manufacturers? Of course it doesn't. So it's uh, it's nonsense. Here's the uh, governor of California uh, talking about this new uh, this new law. Well, it's well known that nearly every industry is held to account when their products cause harm or injury. Well, except one, the gun industry. Yeah, well, guns aren't defective, you know. Sometimes playpens are. The gun lobby, well, it spent millions and millions of dollars buying off politicians to shield themselves from... And Big Pharma hasn't? Oh, I guess but Big Pharma has had the Democrat Party, the mainstream media, and big social media lying for them. Any liability. Today, California is going to change that. They can no longer hide from the mass destruction that they have caused. 
I'll be signing a bill that will allow Californians to sue. Yeah, you know what? You've, uh, you've driven California once Eden into the pits of hell. So uh, nobody believes you. The uh, new law <clears throat> means gun uh, makers could face lawsuits if their products are, quote, abnormally dangerous. Well, their guns you... are sold in a way that lets them be illegally converted, whatever, or end up... You could, you could actually, literally, you could take a baseball bat and wrap it with barbed wire like they do in zombie movies. I guess that's illegally converting it, right? Am I right? Yeah. Or I end up in the hands of people who are prohibited from owning firearms. Irons. That's not the uh, duty of the gun manufacturer. Okay? Um, for instance, uh, let's see here. Uh, Bright White Bart fact-checked uh, Joe Biden's legal immunity claim and found it to be false. The legal protection set forth by the Protection of Lawful C- Commerce in Arms Act uh, shields gun manufacturers from frivolous suits, not from all suits whatsoever. For instance, they could be, um, I guess, like if, if it were a faulty product, which is already a law. For instance, uh, uh, the, the gun manufacturers, uh, defective goods, a criminal misconduct on the part of the gun maker. Well, they don't. They're very highly regulated. They make a product that people want, and the product is there for self-defense. The product is there to kill. That's why guns exist. That's why you're allowed to have one. It's because you have to defend yourself and be prepared to use it to end that threat. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Now, if you also go to target practice so you can uh, defend yourself, that's perfectly fine. Doesn't mean it was made for target practice. You may use your gun to go turkey hunting. Doesn't mean it was made to go turkey hunting. Who goes turkey hunting? Uh, very few people go turkey hunting. But that's cool. That I just go buy the turkey. Although, you might be better off hunting it right now. Because it's so freaking expensive. That said, uh, they put this in that line. And this will uh, likely face a court challenge. Blah, 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 blah. Meantime, um, a case of a uh, young person who was clearly uh, in violation of all the laws that had been in place in uh, Highland Park, Illinois, was able to get uh, uh, some firearms with the help of his clueless father, go into a school and uh, murder a bunch of children and teachers. And uh, he could have been stopped in many different ways. In many different ways. Did you see the uh, video yesterday? They showed the police officer in the school. 17 police officers ran away from the gunfire. Salvador Ramos went on to uh, saunter through the halls and murder a bunch of kids. He walked into two classrooms, fired for uh, two and a half minutes, shooting off 100 rounds. Sheriff's Deputy Felix Rubio was in the hallway. He's fighting back tears, being held back by law enforcement as his daughter, Lexi, was shot to death. And then nothing happens. In fact, uh, there was an officer there, one of them holding back this man from saving his daughter while he casually walked over and put some hand sanitizer on his hands and rubbed them together. Then another guy checked his phone. Two teachers, 19 children were killed as 20-plus armed, wearing body armor with shields, police officers, stood by for an hour and about 17 minutes and did nothing and waited for a border patrol agent to leave a dent or a a barber's chair, borrow his shotgun, and lead the charge to end the shooter's life. Then there's this teacher, this Uvalde mom, that uh, saved her two children. 
here she is talking about her situation and how she wasn't going to sit around and wait for the police to do something when they weren't doing anything. Anjali is a farm worker and was working in the fields when the school came under attack. I just, I'm running, I just run off the fields and I get in my car, I'm going about 100 miles per hour. Um, I had my flashing lights on. And she I was hysterical when she arrived and wanted to go in immediately but says she was ordered by an officer to get back. He's like, you're very close. I said, well, I don't need you to protect me. I don't need your protection. What you need to do is go protect my kids. They're in there. Angelie says she could hear the children and the gunmen. You could just hear the gun like, just kept going. You could hear kids screaming from the cafeteria, kids screaming from classrooms. She says she and other parents were frustrated that police were standing around doing nothing. I'm starting to tell the parents, come on, if we all go in there, they can't stop us all. Yeah, you know, that's maybe what the 20 officers should have said with their uh, shields and their guns and the fact that they're greatly outmanned and they're going to save children. And you swear to protect uh, the innocent. You, you swear to protect people as a police officer. Uh, I don't like to go after police because everybody goes after police. This department I'm going after Exclusively, because they dropped the ball. If that were my kid in the classroom, I don't. I would. If they die, I would rather not live. I would rather die for them to save their lives, or at least die trying. Here's some more from this mother, Anjali Gomez, by the way, who rescued her own kids. She says they not only stopped her, but handcuffed her and tackled some parents to the ground. What are you, why are you doing it to us? And y'all can't even go in there and do it to the shooter. Angelie says after a few minutes, she did calm down and officers uncuffed her. That's when she ran, hopped a nearby fence and ran inside. I wow. mean, it was really risky what I did, but at that moment, you don't think it's just... Your mind goes blank and you're just in there to do what you're going to do. Angelie says she first ran to one of her son's classrooms and got the teacher to open the door and then help lead the entire class out of the school. Wait a minute. Here's a mom, a demure, maybe 5'1 individual, who rescued a whole damned class while tiny officers stood back there and, and held one of their colleagues back from saving his daughter. But Angelie says she wasn't done. Her other son was still inside and terrified she could still hear gunfire in the distance. So I kind of just got on one knee and I just kind of said a prayer real quick like because I could hear the kids screaming, I want my mom from the cafeteria. Angelie says she made it to her son's room and managed to get him and one of his friends out. She says a resident shot this video of her running from the school wow. and gave it to her. It shows her and the two boys running into the parking lot, her son breaking down into tears. Angelie's attorney, Domingo Garcia, says she acted with more heroism than most of the officers who responded that day. Yeah, and by the way, the mayor of the uh, town of Uvalde is calling out uh, the school for releasing the video of the law enforcement officials who were cowering with uh, all 17 or 20 of them uh, retreating, despite outnumbering, outmanning, outgunning the shooter. Here, the mother talks about how she's being harassed by law enforcement now that she's told her story. 
weeks after the shooting, Angelique says she's still being threatened with arrest. She claims she's been watched by Uvalde police in marked cars. That sounds kind of like the, uh, I don't know, the harassment that uh, parents who disagree with CRT are getting from federal law enforcement. It's almost like they've been weaponized. Uvalde police have not responded to requests for comment. I've also had a cop park here while me and my grandmother are ex exercising, flickering on and off his headlights. Just watching us. I don't know what he's doing. He's just there. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Just sitting out in front of the house, flashing the lights, doing a little whoop whoop. Maybe you should be quiet about this. Unbelievable. Here's one more soundbite from this Uvalde mom. She says they're angry with her for ignoring their orders. We can arrest you for tampering with an open investigation of an app active shooter. Her attorney says it's intimidation in a form. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking that whole uh, saving my kids and the classroom and the other boy from my son's classroom is going to usurp whatever complaint you have about me interrupting some sort of an operation. A small town justice. Intimidation with people under a badge for telling the truth, for telling her story and trying to save her two children. Angeli wants police chief Pete Adedondo fired and held accountable. He was the presumed incident commander that day. Duvalde police have not responded to repeated requests for comment on Angelie's case to WFAA or her attorney. She hopes by speaking out, it will protect her from future retaliation. Well, there better not be any uh, retaliation because <clears throat> there are a lot of, whole lot of us around the country who will step up and defend her. And you've seen how authority is being used against the average person in this country, whether it be January the 6th, whether it be something like this, whether it be uh, going after parents who, who uh, disagree with uh, CRT and whatnot, as I just mentioned, uh, law enforcement, federal agencies being weaponized against us, and it sounds like the same is being done for this woman, but it's not going to fly because the truth will come out eventually. That's why the Democrat Party is getting stopped in so many ways. Because the truth is getting out, and the truth is getting out about January the 6th, and no amount of lying about it, no amount of kangaroo court and hearings where the defense is not allowed to speak up, or Steve Bannon even volunteering to speak in front of the January 6th. No questions asked, no holds barred. And now suddenly January 6th, oh, we got to put it off. There's not enough time. There's not enough time. Because they know the truth is going to come out, and they know that they're going to pay for it. That's like I said, the, the Democrat Party and the mainstream media and big social media, they're like uh, trying to put out a, uh, a twister board where the individual circles are catching on fire. Over here, uh, right hand uh, green, that is, um, uh, that is uh, Roe v. Wade. You know, you got Tampa. Uh, left hand red is going to be, uh, uh, you know, COVID and uh, vaccine mandates. And people are starting to say, oh, we don't need them and all that. Well, you better put that one out. All these fires are going off. Russia collusion. There's a fire. Try to put that out. Oh, crap. Well, they found out about it. Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh-oh, that's left foot uh, blue. Uh-oh, you got to try to put that out. Oh, crap. Well, everybody found out about it. Sooner or later, truth is going to come out, and truth will set you free, and people will be held accountable. And they have to be. And they have to be for their absurdity and their cowardice and their nonsense. Let's take a break, shall we? You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. Dick Morris has a uh, new book. It's called The Return. It is an Amazon number one bestseller. And he talks about 
Donald Trump running for president in 2024, which he believes wholeheartedly that he will. And I've been saying this for uh, about a year now. Of course he is. Of course he is. Uh, it reveals Trump's secret plan for 2024 and also the three big threats Trump faces, including from big tech. Uh, if you want a copy of the book, check this out. Free offer from Newsmax, my network. Thank you very much. You can save almost $28. Just go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. All right? So there you go. Dick Morris's new book is called The Return. You want it free, just go to thereturn911.com. Do that today. Oh, yeah, and speaking of uh, big social media, Mark Zuckerberg is uh, telling managers to identify workers who are coasting or low performers. Yeah. By the way, uh, Facebook's value has plummeted in the first few months of this year 52 percent yeah it's because people get it and and it's kind of funny because my facebook page disappeared right after uh the morning of after the election in november 2020 disappeared no explanation no recourse just gone and then literally a couple months ago just came around and, you know, there are posts I'm getting big, you know, returns on it and then uh, getting big comments and you know, a couple thousand views and shares per post. And then every once in a while, you'll just see one as none or, or they're still doing that uh, flagging stuff, you know, for uh, for the most ridiculous reasons. Um, for instance, hold on. I just got flagged for, a, you know, idiotic um, uh, covid uh, uh, you know, they, they're always doing this nonsense. Hold on one second. Let me find it here. Uh, I got a lot of stuff on. I put, I put a lot of stuff on my social media. If you get a chance to, uh, just follow me, Rob Carson Show, on Getter, on Truth Social, on uh, Facebook, and on Twitter. And, and, you know, a lot of the times I get limited on my reach with regard to Facebook and Twitter because they're uh, socialists. The positive is I'm not finding the flag that I just got, but they, they do it all the time. They limit my reach. I'll see a post. Where I'm, you know, only like five people have seen it versus one that gets 6,000. And you know you're being limited. It's not being seen because they're hiding it from people because that's what they do. But it's just nice. It's just nice that Mark Zuckerberg is getting tough on staff managers uh, and he are ousting, coasting employees amid a devastating downturn in value. The same is happening to uh, Twitter. And you know what I'd like to say about that? Payback is a biatch, you know? Yeah, payback is just that. And, uh, and you, uh, Facebook and Twitter, led people to believe that you were an open forum originally. Originally it started out, I remember, and Facebook's been around for 18 years, did you know that? I've had a Facebook profile probably 15 years. All my kid photos are on it and everything on my main, uh, you know, I, and I downloaded them and all that just in case you decide to be, uh, you know, D-words for Richard about it. But um, uh, Facebook and Twitter was originally about, you know, hooking up, or not hooking up, well, some cases hooking up. But, uh, um, you know, meeting uh, high school, college friends. Hey, hey, what's going on with your life? I don't know. Hey, look at my feet on the end of a lawn chair on a beach. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know. Uh, and that's what it was. It, it put places out of business like classmates. Remember class, classmates.com? They're still around. But, you know, the classmates.com was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to find a classmates. You know, it's like, it's like uh, you know, paying someone to find your uh, DNA, uh, your, your relatives. It used to be different. Now you just do the ancestry DNA like I did, and you, you find your relatives in, you know, weeks. So a lot of things have kind of changed with regard to Facebook. But the one thing that hasn't changed is that as people decided and, and realized that they could reach a lot of people, it started just kind of in its infancy uh, talking about politics, 
Democrats, you should have aborted it that early. Instead, they waited for a late-term abortion after you have thousands of uh, followers and you've spent hundreds of thousands or at least tens of thousands to boost posts, and then Facebook decides to abort your page. I just thought I'd kind of tie in the news to that. I have a friend, he, he invested his life savings. He sold his house, $250,000 uh, to promote his pages. He had 29 pages, 19 million followers, all conservative pages. And on October the 31st of 2018, all of them disappeared from Facebook, along with 800, I think it was 811 other mostly conservative sites. So they breached a contract. They took his money and said that because you're saying things that we determine are verboten, we're going to go ahead and injure reach, and it's going to be like you never existed to your followers. Like they did with, uh, with uh, the uh, walk-away movement, the Democrat Party walk-away movement. Disappeared after the election. Just dis- gone. 500,000 people who walked away from the Democrat Party, left their messages, left their videos, left their support, left all the contact information, and Facebook decided to just get rid of it all. Just to be totalitarian. And uh, as far as any pity that I feel for Facebook and Twitter and its employees, um, not one little bit. Not one little bit at all. No, sir. Because they're, they've all been down with it. They're all part of the faculty lounge. And they're all totalitarians. So if you go out of bidness, that's just too bad. That's just the way it works when you abuse half of your customers. Let's take a break. Come back and wrap things up. This is The Rob Carson Show. So do you know why uh, Republican establishment politicians and some left-leaning PACs are going after people like Doug Mastriano, who's running for governor of Pennsylvania, and Dan Cox, who's running as a Republican in Maryland? It's because they're afraid of them. And they know that endorsement from Donald Trump is a really, really big advantage because uh, he, Trump's about 95 and 0 as far as endorsements of candidates throughout this primary season. That's why they're afraid. Uh, there's a rhino running for governor in, uh, in Maryland, and uh, her name is Schultz. And the governor of Maryland is named Hogan. If she wins, I guess LeBeau is going to be like the FDA commissioner and Colonel Clink will be in charge of the prisons. I don't know. Anyway, time for me to go, guys. Have a glorious day. Dan Cox will join us tomorrow on the show. God bless you. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid or the stupid.